Welcome to Synergize This, where we talk all things training, health, and fitness. I'm your host, Sin. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to episode number four. On the previous episode, we spoke more about mindset, but today we're back on the training ground. And we're going to have two main topics of discussion today. The first one is injury prevention. Can you prevent injuries? How do you prevent injuries? Or does shit just happen? And our second topic is what do you do when you hit a plateau? And how do we overcome this hurdle? And these two topics are very important because you don't want to get injured. And also you want to progress when you're in the gym. Let's break them down. Topic number one, injury prevention. Can you prevent injuries? Can you create a program that prevents injuries? Or does shit just happen? Well, shit just happens. You can't prevent injuries. You can injure yourself at the gym doing the right thing. And you cannot injure yourself doing the wrong thing. Quotation marks. Can't say that, but I'm doing quotation marks. You can injure yourself outside of a gym. You can literally get out of bed and do your back. You can slip on a wet floor. You can roll your ankle going down the stairs, up the stairs, off a gutter. Shit just happens. You can't prevent it. Same goes in sport. You can be as physically fit as possible, but if you get into a collision, shit happens. You can do your ankle. You can do an ACL. You can do your shoulder. Things just happen. Once you put two variables in there, anything can happen. You can injure yourself while running, uh, turning, falling, or someone else can injure you. Injuries just happen. So what can we do? Is that just it? Or can we do something about it? And the answer is yes. Uh, We can do something about it. Of course we can. But it's not what most people think. There are no injury prevention exercises. You're not going to stand on a BOSU ball, close your eyes and kick forward or fucking do a backflip. I don't know. Some people do some crazy shit with BOSU balls that actually get them more injured than anything. Most of the exercises you do in the gym are set up in a way that's going to, quotation marks again, prevent an injury. What does it mean by preventing an injury? And why do injuries happen? Let's use someone that's a little bit older, for example, someone that's in their 40s and their 50s, oh, let's say 50s, okay? What happens to people that are in their 50s, the chance of injury is much higher, uh, pulling a muscle, uh, having more aches and pains. The issue is not only age, getting older, but it's the lack of exposure to movements. Our movement options as we get older decrease, not because we're just getting older, but because the things that we used to do when we were younger, we stopped doing. That's why you see a lot of people that used to play sport and were really active in their teens, their 20s, even 30s. Once they hit 50s, late 50s, they start to get more injuries if they allow themselves to be in similar positions or vulnerabilities of their body that they were back in their teens, their 20s and 30s. That lack of exposure to those movements is what increases the chance of a possibility of an injury. The good old bending over to pick something up and then uh, my back, which is very common with people that are uh, much older, is because 
they haven't been exposed to that movement for so long that their body's just gone into a hinge or putting their hips back to pick something up and then they just tweak something in their back or in their legs or wherever. If you compare that to a movement in the gym, for example, the deadlift or an RDL, we're one, getting into that movement, two, we're getting into ranges of motion, so deep into that movement, and three, we're loading that movement. Is that going to bulletproof us against injuries? No, but it's going to really decrease the likelihood of us injuring ourselves because of that exposure. At the same time, with all that said and done, you're doing the right stuff in the gym, you're doing these exercises that are getting you strong, you're exposing your body to certain movements, people still get injured. Athletes still get injured. Injuries still happen outside of a gym. Shit just happens. I remember the first time I had my first major injury. Why was it major? It wasn't major in, in terms of that I needed surgery, but I was being an idiot. So this is the perfect example of you can be fit, you can train, but then you do something stupid and you injure yourself. I was about 16. I think it was after a training session. I was just being an idiot. I had my shoes on and we were on the concrete and I was trying to do a trick with the soccer ball. And as I tried to do the trick, I landed with full force on the ball and rolled my ankle and my foot blew up like a balloon. Did I rest adequately for like two weeks that I should have done? No. As a 16-year-old, the last thing I wanted to do was rest. So I wanted to play. So I spent a whole year strapping my ankle, trying to ice it after every game, literally like a balloon. As you get older, you're probably more wise on things that you shouldn't do. So I wouldn't put myself in that situation. But I still have clients, for example, that will injure themselves just doing daily tasks. So they come into the gym and they train, but sometimes shit just happens. They might uh, slip on a wet floor, roll their ankle. They might roll their ankle over a gutter. Sometimes they just tweak their back, just doing some random things. Is it because of the lack of movement in the gym? No, shit just happens. People that are really fit get injured. One guy that I, I work with, he broke his toe by smacking his toe in into a door. Shit just happens. All you need to do is just train in the gym, expose your body to these certain movements and have a lot of variability in terms of your body turning, twisting, bending, uh, getting into deep ranges of motion. So when daily tasks happen or let's say you're playing a sport, your chances of getting injured are heavily reduced. But sometimes no matter how fit you are or how strong you are, shit just happens. I guess the crux of it all is Train, allow movement variability. Don't be an idiot like me when I was 16. And most of the time, you'll be fine. Because you don't want to be, <laughs> I definitely don't want to be wiping my ass when I'm 60 and, and <laughs> pull my trap. Or I go to take a shit and I just like collapse because I can't sit down on a toilet. Because fuck that. All right, moving on to the second topic of the ep. And that is plateauing in the gym. Why do we plateau? How do we get out of a plateau? What the fuck is a plateau in the first place? A plateau is when you've been going to the gym for a period of time and you've just been stuck. You've been doing the same weights every week, the same reps every week, even the same exercises every week, and nothing has changed. You're fucking pulling your hair out. You're losing your mind. What's going on? Well, 
if you strip everything back, there's probably two reasons why things aren't working. One of them is you haven't allowed enough time in your program. So you've gone in for two weeks and said, fuck it, and then tried something else. You're not allowing enough time to see progress or you've been doing it for too long and you've just been stuck. You've been on the same program for like four, five, six months. You're doing the same shit every week and you're just stuck. Your body has adapted to the stimulus you're giving it. It's just saying, man, fuck you, give me something new. Now, a caveat with starting something new, a new program, a new routine, is that you will see some progress maybe four, five weeks in because it's novel. Okay, so you will see progress, but if you start straight away and you keep chopping and changing, you won't see anything. And again, once something is novel, some people uh, five, six weeks in, they get over it and they leave it. They get into something else. And again, they'll probably see progress in four or five weeks, but it's kind of really gradual and it's not for the long term. If you're always chopping and changing, you don't allow your body enough time to adapt to these movements and and to the load you're putting on the body. You're always just chopping and changing. It's too much, too much stimulus. So that's the caveat. If you're four or five weeks in, you will see progress, but stop chopping and fucking changing that stuff. Stay in that for a long time. I'll give you my anecdotal experience. I used to download a lot of uh, programs from T Nation and I'd try them out for like four or five weeks, six weeks, and then I'd see progress and then it would slow down big time. I would go again to the to website, I'd find something else, I'd do like French contrast training, German volume training, like I'd just chop and change so many things. I'd, I did a powerlifting program once, I did like high reps once, and I was seeing progress, but once that progress really slowed down, I'm like, nah, this, this fucking sucks, I'm out. But what I didn't realize is, that's what happens. You have this, it's novel, it's, it's new. So your body uh, gets this new stimulus and it progresses. It slowly starts to get used to it. And that's when you have to start chipping away and keep at it, start increasing the weight and increasing the intensity. At the same time, if you're on a program for way too long, it's just, you're just beating a dead horse. It's just time to change something. If you're doing the same exercises, the same rep range, the same intensity, for like seven months, it's just too long. There's gotta be a happy medium there. So what do you do if you've just been doing the same program for too long, you're just beating the dead horse? What do you do? It's simple, There's, it's impossible to progress without change. So you need to change something. You can change multiple things, but there needs to be some kind of change. You don't need to overhaul your program completely and you don't have to always go in six weeks and cycle exercises out completely, but there's things you can change. Let's say, for example, you're doing three sets of eight of deadlift for the last six months. How about every week you change up that rep scheme? One week you do three sets of six at an eight RPE. Next week you do three sets of three at a nine RPE. Then after that, you go two sets of 10 at a seven RPE. You're constantly changing. You're vertically integrating. You're not just going in blocks. You're not going strength hypertrophy, strength, speed, you're putting everything in there. With other movements, let's say, for example, instead of always doing just a lat pull down with the bar, change it to supinated, have your palms facing up. Then you might have after like five, six weeks, you might have a single arm lat pull down. 
instead of uh, a back squat, you can have a front squat or you can have a SSB squat, the safety squat bar. There's so many things you can do that you can change up your training. That will be enough stimulus, enough novelty for you to always progress. Now, how long should you stay with a program for before you hop? It depends. I'd say you can stay with a program for like three months, four months till you see that your progression is declining and then you can change up a few things, but keep your main compounds like your squat, your bench, your dead, whatever your main compounds are and change the sets and the reps. Allow that new stimulus to happen and try to enjoy your training. If you're always chopping and changing, it's not going to work. And if you're staying there for too long, it's not going to work. Or you can get someone to write your programs, get a coach. Too many people have these gigantic egos and think it's enough to go online and download a PDF or look at some 16-year-old kid on TikTok saying like, this is the best bicep workout in the world. And they'll come in and do that, which is fucking ridiculous. That is the epitome of a commercial gym, literally the epitome of a commercial gym. It's constantly seeking these random exercises, these random workouts online from the most random people and just trying them out with no structure. They're not seeing any change in their body or in their training and they just quit. It happens all the time. I see it every single day. Yeah, get your ego at the door, man. Get a trainer, get a program, at least a program that's structured. Get some help or you're going to be doing the same shit over and over again. That's the definition of insanity. Well, that is it. That is it for episode number four. Thank you for the ones that are listening. I really, honestly, I appreciate uh, the support. So if you can, I'm going to do that stuff. Hit five stars and uh, follow the the channel. And if you're not following me on Instagram, uh, it's sin.challich on Instagram. See you next week. Have a good one. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.